Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Thank you once again for joining me. Hello to you all. I'm so glad you are here. You're like, what was, what's going on there, EZ? Um, what the hell took so long to get started? Well, there was a lot happening. It, it's, it's a, frankly, it's a miracle that it's only a few minutes after 8 a.m., Okay, Uh, the last 15 minutes have been uh, show writing and uh, emptying my bowels. I'm not kidding you. It is uh, it has been an absolute near catastrophe. And uh, I'm just glad that we are right now in a spot that we are in. It could be a lot worse. Let me just tell you that right now. More on that in a second. As we have all three dogs together, that's as cute as anything. Holy cow. Uh, okay, so as you know, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I'm right here in the bold and beautiful Impact Power Sports Studio. That is a brand new sponsor. Thank you to them. They are awesome. More about them in a bit. Now, I have Dear Meathead coming up in 53 minutes. I believe I have a couple of questions, but not a lot, to be sure. It looks like uh, Ben Glaze has sent one along. Thank you to that. And I think I have one more. Uh, We are always, always in need of questions for Dear Meathead with Dad. Now, yesterday on this show, we had a story about how wasabi, of all things, actual wasabi, after a study in Japan went public, that it has remarkable effects on memory so that it's a marked improvement in short-term and long-term memory. They gave, you know, uh, there was uh, people aged 60 to 80, it was like, a hundred of them and half of them got placebo and half of them got uh, wasabi. Not like they didn't eat it. It was in like capsule form. You can actually buy that. It's like $80 a bottle. And there's all these crazy uh, uh, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant types of properties to it that have people going, huh, wow. And uh, created much stronger memory on these people. The next test that they're going to do is people who have like underlying health issues because these people in the study had uh, no known health problems, though they were 60 to 80, just a little old, you know, a little, little, uh, little crispy around the edges. No big deal. Um, but it was noted that there was an incredible increase, like a lot 
an improved memory, short-term and long-term function of the brain. I don't want to get into the minutiae why it was helping, but it was. In fact, I posted the article in yesterday's podcast in the show notes. So I call up Joanne. I go, look, okay, this is what's up. I'm going to send you this article, read it, but this is what I learned. And um, I don't think it can hurt. I said, I'm going to send you a bottle of this. Now, I don't, again, I don't think this is going to be any type of miracle cure, but, you know, anything to make life a little bit easier so that uh, we can have as normal days as possible with my father. Uh, so she goes, well, how does, what are the side effects? And I did actually read up on that. Of course, not enough research has been known to determine side effects. But one thing that they have been able to figure out is that it um, decreases the risk of blood clots which essentially means that your blood is thinner. So what I discovered is that if you take this, and but you have a surgery coming up where they're actually going to go in and cut you open, you should stop taking it a couple of weeks before because it's harder for your blood to coagulate. So you don't want to fucking bleed out. You know, it's like, take it, it's like when they say, hey, you take an aspirin before the surgery? Yeah, well, stop. So... That's about the only thing I've been able to determine that is a little bit, um, could be described as a side effect, but all right, that's it. Now I just send her a, a bottle of that. And, um, cause she says, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really, uh, hitting home. Like he has uh, so many crazy moments nowadays that happen more regular as this process of dementia, uh, works his way through his system. So anyway, that's like kind of, I mean, not exactly great news, but just something that I uh, wanted to uh, touch on. Thank you to um, um, Aaron, who uh, has been helping me along with us. Says, hey, you can't just buy any wasabi. There's shit wasabi. In fact, the stuff you get when you go to like a uh, 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 restaurant to get some sushi, that's not even wasabi. Wasabi is expensive as fuck. So they're not just going to take a, a, a splotch of it and put it right on your plate. No, what they do is they take a uh, horseradish and add green food coloring to it. That's what, that's what you're eating. You're not eating real wasabi. Uh, Aram says, how about the spiciness on the stomach? Or do they remove the spice effect? Not known. Great question. That's something else to ask. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so that's what's up. Now, Dad will join us, though, coming up at 9. Send questions along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, today has been weird already. And... um. You know, like I indicated, I sat down here to start preparing the show uh, at like 15 minutes before it's supposed to start. That's not enough time. Uh, minutes earlier, I was like, well, there's no way I'm going to be able to start the show on time. Even thinking, oh, there's no way I'll be doing the show today. 
because I'll be tromping around the neighborhood looking for a dog. Yeah, that's right. Okay, this is not sustainable. Every time when I think that we're getting somewhere where dogs are not wandering off, there's yet another dog wandering off incident. Today, Diana and I, before the sun came up, it's pitch black, are wandering through our neighbor's yards with flashlights. I'm not kidding you. I was wearing what I'm wearing now and Crocs. She was in her leggings and a sports bra with and bare feet yelling, Benny, Benny, and he's nearly deaf. I know, I know. And uh, I, I want you to say ridiculous things to me about how bad of a dog owner I am. I get it. Do it. You should. Benny has the, um, he knows that if he just pushes that gate I have on the side of the, uh, uh, by the side of the house here, since I don't like latch it, which I mean, it's as simple as just flipping it. That's why I say this is not sustainable to not do something like that. He just pushes it with his nose and goes on an adventure. The routine is very simple. Up, start the day. It's just before 7 a.m. Put the Today Show on. Today Show starts at 7. Let the dogs out. They're out 30 seconds tops, maybe a minute. They're at the door because they know it's time to eat. I thought for sure their heads were going to perk up when I said that. Time to eat is one word. Time to eat. Time to eat. Time to eat. You say that, they know. Sound asleep, so it's not resonating. If I say it loud enough, they, they'll they'll perk their heads up. Uh, so it's always go to the bathroom, and then their plan is, okay, let's go to the bathroom and get right back to the back door because that asshole is going to feed us. I count one, two, three. No Benny. Right away, I'm like, Okay, this is not great. I knew. I knew. Now, we are not talking a lot of time. There's no way he could have gotten far. No way. Because he's real pokey and dopey and he's sniffing the ground. And so I go, okay, well, again, pitch black. Sun's not even close to rising. I'll let the other three inside. I look around the backyard, nothing. He's gone. I go to that gate that he opened, and I'm looking around there. I got I got my uh, uh, light on my phone, like, oh, Benny, Benny, uh, Benny, Benny. And he, I don't know why I'm yelling at his name. He can't hear me. He's deaf as fuck. This this light on this phone only goes so far. I'm not really going to see anything, but he, he's not. I can't find him. I go, oh, shit. Go back inside, get a flashlight. I break the news to Pooh Bear. I go, hey, Benny's out. He's wandering somewhere. I can't find him. She gets a flashlight. Then we're out. And I'm 
literally walking through people's yards with flashlight, with a flashlight, which you know is going right in their house. We don't we don't scrimp on flashlights here. These are like a, you know, it's basically the power of the sun in your hand. And so I'm lighting up the neighborhood. And then I walk down the street and there's a there's a kid standing there with a trumpet. I don't know why it wasn't in the case. He's got the case in his right hand and the trumpet in his left hand. He's getting ready to go. The bus is going to show up. There's another kid there who they they both hate me. They you know they just, they're just looking at me like oh, look at this asshole. I'm like oh shit. I go hey have you seen a dog? No. Okay have a good day. They're thinking fuck you. My other neighbor Keith his dog Teddy is out. Him and his dog he's on a leash. He goes uh oh. I go yeah I can't find Benny. Oh God. Go back home, Diana, wandering around, sports bra, no shoes, freezing her feet off, her little, little teeny tiny hobbit foot, nothing. I wander over to Schimmel's. Now, this is not good. Schimmel, I'm very concerned about Schimmel. First of all, Benny wandered over there. And according to Schimmel, Benny killed a chicken a couple years ago. Now, I don't know if I believe that. That just is not Benny. But anyway, Schimmel brought Benny home and was pissed off. And he said, you're lucky I didn't shoot your dog. And I'm like, Schimmel, I know. I know, I know, I know. All right, thanks. Okay. Uh, It won't happen again. So, you know. It's not, a, it's not out of the question to be walking by Schimmel's house and he's got a, a fuck Biden flag. So I'm like, this is not the guy you want. You don't want to be tromping through this guy's yard with a flashlight in the dark. There I was. Shit. So then uh, I get the fuck out of there. And I'm walking back by the chicken coop and I'm in other people's backyards. And I hear, I got him. So I yell, okay, and I get a little closer, and then I go, what happened? She goes, I don't know. I was wandering around out front looking for him, yelling out his name. I come back to the gate, and there he is, standing there, one eye. I'm like, son of a bitch. Not sustainable, I tell you. Awful. I cannot live like this. So, yeah, I know. I'm going to get beaten up. Uh, latch the gate, idiot. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's a, it's a bad, bad deal. And I, I put myself through it. Uh, Amanda says, get a tracking collar. Hey, I, I got one. Um, but all I need to do is close this damn gate and latch it. Son of a bitch. Um, the only thing that we can do at a moment like this is... He's Benny the Wonder Dog. Benny the Wonder Dog. Benny the One-Night Wonder Dog. Yeah. Benny the One-Night Dog. Benny the One-Night Dog. Benny the One-Night Wonder Dog. 
Don't you want them? Thank you, Gunner. Stupid fucking hippie. Take a shower, hippie. Smelly shit, hippie. Dirty fucking hippie. Um, Gunner is still uh, still a, a member on Patreon. He says, hey, thank you for continuing to play the songs. Oh, of course. Of course, Gunner. Uh, Kenny says Gunner needs to come back. Absolutely. I want to hear what's going on in the world of apple farming and whatnot. And get him on. Chris in Buffalo said, I always thought this was Kenny singing. You did? God damn. All right. Uh, so I'm just glad I got it. I got him back. Uh, it was, uh, so annoying. I was worried. I was freaking out. I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, I have an update on the great food giveaway. Number four with tampons. Since we last spoke. We've added $100 to our coffers. We had two $50 donations. Now I'm going to break my own rule and tell you uh, the name of one of the donations. It makes sense. Why? Because I didn't see it coming. Okay, so I'll just tell you. It was uh, John Jamingo. John Domingo sent $50 our way for the great food giveaway with tampons. Um, Before we continue, I I have to ban somebody. I don't know who this person is, but this, uh, this person is annoying everyone. So give me a second and is annoying me. Okay. All right. Uh, I didn't expect Jamingo to um, to do this, but I'm happy he did. That's very kind. Um, for him to, I mean, have, okay. I was a little bit thrown off when Jamingo went after me. Well, the problem with Jamingo was it wasn't so much. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I definitely don't agree with uh, the things he says on his, on his show, but that doesn't mean I hate him. When I do hate him is when he sides with the former Zaniacs, takes them, their lying asses by their word and continues to um, hammer me over the stupid things that they claim. And they're all lies. The former Zaniacs are the worst meth heads on the planet. And these are not people that you want to be sidled up with. You do not want to be cozying up with the former Zaniacs. Yet he did. So I was like, wow, fuck this guy. I had him on here. Um, We did a debate not that long ago. Wasn't terrible. Was kind of annoying. But um, whatever, no big deal. And that's uh, where it ended. I've occasionally sent him screenshots from his stupid show, The Boomer Bunker, 
showing uh, like five views. Okay. And uh, now he's ditched that and he does his, he puts all his energy into his own show. He wrote to me, how's it going, old man? Are you in diapers yet? I didn't realize you were a decade younger than me. You look and act so much older. Hey, I've been doing a daily solo show on Rumble, Kick, and Twitch. Now, it's interesting he's on Twitch because, remember, they got kicked off for something. God knows what. I mean, how the fuck do you get kicked off Twitch? But he managed. And uh, right after that, he was all about, oh, fuck Twitch, fuck Twitch, fuck Twitch. And now here he is back on Twitch, this asshole. He says, I streamed to Twitch so even a dummy like you can hate watch. It starts at noon. He's doing a solo podcast now. Now, I'm sure it's not much different than his regular show with the shit that they talk about. But... His show is doing exponentially better than the Boomer Bunker. Which is saying something. Well, not really. It's it's not saying uh it's not saying much at all. Uh Corey says racial slurs can get you kicked off, which they do do that a lot. There's a lot of racism on that show. Uh, now, but John's show, his solo show, is just blowing the boomer bunker out of the water. If you look closely here, look at five views, uh, 11 views, 14 views. The 14 views is 13 more than what he would typically get on the boomer bunker. So he has finally uh, cut ties with these people, apparently. No, I guess he hasn't, because here he is with, uh, with Kate and, and uh, Boomer Bob. So these 29 people that follow John. So now he does. I think this guy, all he does is podcasts. He probably he does like 15 podcasts a day. I'll say this. Uh, I know that John listens to me because... I've only discussed great food giveaway number four with tampons on the podcast. I've not posted anything about it. I've not posted anything on Facebook or X or uh, Instagram or YouTube saying, hey, uh, I would love it if you could help us uh, raise money for people for food and tampons. Not a once. So he's obviously uh, listening. No doubt taking notes about how to do a podcast appropriately. And uh, he has sent along $50. So that's fantastic. I am very appreciative of that. Thank you. Corey says, uh, the reason why the Boomer Bunker sucks is because Bob is boring as fuck. Yeah, Bob's very bad. Bob can, should not be in front of a microphone or a camera. Corey says, John can act crazy, but keep it entertaining. Similar to uh, Jerry Springer, Bob is just dead weight. I agree. I've always said that Bob has, or John has some ability. Now, 
even though he's his brain is polluted with all the anti-vax shit and Biden won shit and all the QAnon nonsense and uh, uh, Sound of Freedom bullshit, all that fucking maniac stuff. He's all about that. But he can at least present appropriately. He's, he's a decent enough broadcaster. And he came from the amateur world of things and, and actually has the sensibility and the chops to carry on a conversation, uh, even though he's, he's, he's alone. So when you put someone like that who actually does have some skills with a couple of fucking losers who can't even tie their own shoes, I mean, that's tough. You're better off doing it alone because they get in your fucking way. I don't, honestly, you're spinning your wheels if you're doing, you're you're actually hurting yourself if you have these two amateurs who have no idea what they're doing, okay? Nothing. If the compliments I'm giving you about how you present, I will also tell you your inability to determine talent is always on display because those two suck and you need to get the fuck away from them. They're terrible. Tyler suggests that John has purchased views. I don't think so. I really don't. Because why would you buy five views? I mean, five looks worse than zero. If it's zero, you can say, I don't know. uh, Must be something's fucked up. You can actually, hell, you can say that with five. Amanda thinks John is with us right now on the show. Tyler says, send that money back and tell him to invest in a treadmill. Uh, Corey says, what is the rant when he got mad and walked off? Rubber necks or something? Corey said that John could just uh, make up, hey, yeah, you know, uh, the algorithm hates me. That's all you got to say. You can say that for anything. Oh, yeah, it's the algorithm. It's it's fucking terrible. Uh, The John rant. Where is John rant? Is it on here even? I don't know. I probably deleted one of my rage deletes. But this isn't about making fun of John or saying bad things about him. I appreciate the $50 he sent. We also got another $50 donation, as I said. So between the last time we spoke, there's $100 in our coffers. Uh, we have hit the food goal. The food goal was uh, reduced to $3,083.80 after the uh, price price change. We now have $3,234.52 in our coffers, meaning after all the food is paid for, we have currently $150.72 for tampons. At last check, we had 34 donations. I believe now it's 36 donations. That's incredible. 36 donations, and we've come up with that money so easily in one week and one day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But our work is not done there. 
no, no, no. We need a lot more money so we can buy an absolute uh, armada of feminine products so that these people who are underserved and less fortunate can be given, uh, given these at Great Food Giveaway number four with tampons. This is, uh, these are the spots that you can go to if you want to help out. There's a Venmo spot, Cash App, and PayPal. I prefer Venmo and Cash App. Corey says the former Zaniac women leave their tampons in for weeks at a time. All right, if you say so. So uh, this is all Megan's idea about the tampons. So uh, I was very, very happy with it. It makes perfect sense. Um, cause that is, this isn't uh, exactly something that you want to, uh, uh, address, but we're definitely doing it. And, um, you know, some of these folks have to decide between eating and something like that. Ugh, God fucking a, um, so we're doing our part. The goal is to have everybody lined up. That's always the goal on the day of the great food giveaway Thursday, December 21, with all of us waiting to put food into cars, boxes of food into cars, uh, Christmas ham. Bag of potatoes, gravy, corn, rolls, a pie. Open up the trunk. Here you go. You need any pet food? Here you go. Uh, you need any of these? Tampox? Tampox. Tampax? Tampox? Uh, so Fox 17 has invited me on to be on their show coming up um, a week from tomorrow. At 9.20 a.m. I'll be on television. I've got three minutes to uh, tell people where to go on the 21st. That's the reason. I asked, hey, we've got everything covered in terms of fundraising. All I need to do is get more people to be aware so that they can show up day of 3 p.m. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. And then all of us idiots are there um, giving free stuff away for people. Between now and then, I need to make another handmade sign that says free food, free... I don't know. Uh, That, to me, is the toughest thing to do on all of this, is paint that fucking sign. Oh, God. Anybody volunteer to make the free food sign to hold at the corner of Stafford and 44th Street? I'm still not over the last time I had to make the damn thing. Amanda says Tampox, the new pandemic. Tyler says, don't forget a free tampon sign. Amanda says, have Sarah do it. Well, you know, everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. I can do it. I'll do it. All right. So that's what's up. Uh, We have made incredible progress. Thank you to Jamingo. You get the star on the forehead. Um, Okay. Here's the thing about Jamingo. If he, I would actually engage him in a friendly way. If he denounced all these scumbags who fucking stalk me and make up lies about me and have Eric Zane show podcast scarecrow parties. 
uh, and all that other bullshit and uh, park in front of my house and uh, treat my uh, fucking family weird and not believe all their lies. And then he would have to go ahead and um, admit that he's just fucking stirring the pot. He doesn't believe any of the shit that he believes about Trump and the election and QAnon and uh, child trafficking and sound of freedom and uh, the pandemic and the vaccine. Denounce all that shit and then bend the knee and I will allow you to listen to the show without being um, like under a fake name, which is what you do. All right. Amanda says she will be at Great Food Giveaway. Number four with tampons. Kenny says, I wish I was closer. I do the signs. You're very sweet. You're not. You got to stay home, though. I want you're you're not allowed to, to go. You actually are banned because you need to save your pennies. I don't want you spending money on gas and all that shit. Fuck that. You just stay home. I know you want to show up here and uh, spit some more game like you like to do and get another chick to take you home, which happens all the damn time. But I don't think the women in West Michigan are ready for you. I think that if you were to show up here, I mean, seriously, the ovaries on these women would all explode. Women that are barren and can no longer have babies anymore would suddenly be 100% fertile. Okay. Amanda says that Kenny cannot leave the house until 2025 when Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out. Corey keeps using the word Riz, and I've forgotten the use of the word Riz, which is the uh, top word in the Oxford Dictionary. I don't, I don't even know the context of how, how you can use that word. All right. We have a Big Fraud Thursday coming up with another edition of Who Are These Zanes? Now, the audio that I've pulled is when I was on an ensemble show. And uh, this is the debut, meaning there was more than one person on it that were uh, talking. I guess they all are ensemble shows. I don't really, I didn't really, well, when I was at the Eagle, it was me and a news guy. He was like my Robin Quivers, Brian. Um, But this show, me and my uh, radio partners had just, it's our first show. Here's a cassette tape, June 24th, 20, 2002. This is right here. The day that Greg, Chris, and Eric signed on on 105.7 The Hawk in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore. Station still exists to this day. It's a pile of shit because it's run by Town Square. And Greg and Chris are still on that station. 
They have been for uh, more than 21 years. This show right here is the first show on 105.7 The Hawk. Ben and I are going to review it on Who Are These Zanes? That comes up Thursday on a Big Fraud Thursday. We'll open up with that, and then we'll uh, segue over onto the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and it'll be a hell of a lot of fun. I'm very excited about that. Uh, That time, that radio station, boy, um, talk about stress. Because at this point in my career, it's um, I had just finished being fired from the radio station in Knoxville. And uh, my wife was pregnant with Madison. And we were apart. She was back in Tennessee, finishing up her pregnancy alone. While I was in New Jersey trying to get this show off, off the ground. I uh, would fly back quite frequently, but it was uh, it was a lot of trepidation there. It ended up working out, not by any like planning on our part. It just happened to work out. But um, this is going to be very interesting to hear. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing there. Greg still sounded like um, he was puking when he would talk. You know, he do the, blah, blah, blah. but that isn't the point. The point of what I'm doing it for is because, uh, it's uh, who are these Zanes show. So, um, and with those two with me, it's still part of, uh, the lore of what we do here. So I'm excited to review it and share it with you. Uh, Chris in Buffalo says, have you ever thought of getting Joe from Joe and the poor boy to do a review of your guy's show with you? Now, now I think it would, I think it would lay flat. Um, I, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't give it much of a chance. Probably, probably best to not do that. I wonder if he has old, old material though. I should probably reach out to him, see if he has any old tapes. Uh, all right. Thank you for checking the show out. Welcome to you. If you are enjoying the show on uh, Facebook X and YouTube, it's time to send you on your way. I appreciate you though, for getting as much of the show as you did on those platforms. If you want the rest of the show, you got to go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane live. Follow the page. You'll know when I go live. It's every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. And then you can check out the show as it happens live. The audio podcast is posted immediately after I finish this. In fact, this becomes the audio podcast. And then um, I have a Patreon podcast after. That's where we'll be doing the Big Fraud Thursday. And uh, Patreon is a daily show. So when this one finishes, I then go another 30, 40, 45 minutes of more content for you. So if you like the free show, thank you. There's more. And you can even try out my Patreon for seven days free. Just go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You can try it out that way. 
for seven days free. You do have to put in a payment form, but what the hell? You can cancel it as soon as you sign up, and you still get the seven days. This is absolutely risk-free, foolproof. Go ahead. Just try it out. I don't even care if you try it out, and then, you know, then you're not a member, and then you're like, oh, yeah, and then come back and sign up again. Uh, Not to get the seven days again, but you've already tried it, so... Hopefully you'll like it. Thank you for even thinking about it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream of this show happens because of these sponsors. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Um, Let's focus on life insurance. You got your family, you got your kids. If you do not have a life insurance policy, which guarantees your loved ones a pile of money, a pot of gold, if you will, in the unlikely event that something happens to you, you're making a massive mistake. Um, Yeah, that's probably not going to happen, something devastating to you. But... It could, and for not much money at all per month, you can get into an outstanding life insurance policy because you're young, in shape, super preferred, excellent policy for not that much money, okay? So let's say uh, you have no known health issues, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you got a wife, two kids, you can get a ton of coverage for hardly any money at all. Dare I say 150 bucks for a million dollars worth of life insurance? Absolutely possible. So then if something does happen, your wife is not worrying about what she has to do to make ends meet. She isn't posting a GoFundMe because you took care of that, because you're smart. If you have any family whatsoever, get a life insurance policy. Be rich in life insurance. That is peace of mind that you can't trade for anything. If you want more information, get a hold of Frank Fuss. He is the licensed independent insurance agent slash broker of choice on this show. Go to his website, buyinsurancehere.com. That's B-U-Y insurancehere.com today. Senor Martinez is here. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. I gave him a warning yesterday. I go, dude, my furnace is running and it's making a crazy noise like it's going to explode. Then it stopped running like it was done heating. Shut shut off. Noise stopped. I go, stand by. I'll keep you posted on this one. It might have just been one of those things. It's good to know that I got that guy, though, Joe Martinez. True, he's an annoying Michigan fan, but who cares? 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. The most important thing here is that DTE reached out to Joe and said, you can give away free furnace tune-ups. We'll pay the freight for the consumer. And he said, okay. And then it was set to expire December one. Then Joe said, people are loving this. Let's extend it. DTE, knowing who they were talking to, said absolutely. So now you have till December 31. 
616-516-8579 to take advantage of the free furnace tune-up. Uh, don't screw it up by not calling. Call them today, 616-516-8579. When he picks up the phone, he says, we bow to no one. We are Michigan, which is annoying as hell. Chris writes, I got a message yesterday that my furnace system was offline. Turns out it was just the stupid Wi-Fi. I think Joe uh, set you up with that, did he not? All right. Last but not least for this pack of sponsors, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. My gosh. Earlier in the year, they gave away a help giveaway and bring awareness to Harbor Humane for the Irvine's Car Show. I believe that was in August. That was a fantastic event with the exception of Ashley picking up a puffy, a puppy, puffy, a puppy and washing it in the bathroom sink at Irvine's for some unknown reason. Now they're following it up with great food giveaway number four with tampons and hosting us there. Uh, if you need anything taken care of with your car, 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV will help you. That's 616-532-6600 for anything at all that you need to keep your vehicle running. Now, this isn't like a body shop or something like that. They're, they're taking care of all the mechanical aspects, uh, the suspension, the motor, uh, you know, transmission, everything. On any make and model, any hybrid, any EV, they've got you covered at Irvine's. Check their website out, ervines.com. That's ervines.com. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast. The Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. 
To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I know you loved this song to start the show, so it's time to hear more of it because I need to take a break. I'll come back with Dear Meathead. I uh, wandered into the YMCA yesterday for the first time in months. Months. Team Knuckle Dragger was there. Uh, Brian and uh, Andy, who, my God, I don't know how much more swole they can be. These two walk around like this. I mean, they are jacked. So jacked. I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, they like gave me big hugs. Welcome back. You're back. And uh, they, they nearly killed me with their hugs. Now the next problem is once you're there, I'm waiting for them to start pulling the pranks. It's common to be like, so I have my headphones in and I'm, I'm, I'm lifting weights in air quotes. It can barely be called weights. And, uh, they they, they start sneaking around me and I'm wondering what are they up to? Because it's not uncommon for them to sneak to where I am, like laying down on a bench with my little 10 pound dumbbells or whatever the fuck. And them to put the, uh, this, this fart machine underneath the bench and you don't know it's there. And then you're like working out and you don't know it's there because you got your headphones in, but to the, out in the public, in the room, they, they hear <laughs> while you're working out and it's ridiculous. It's like, you can't bust out the fart machine on my first day back, I mean, it, you're going to make me want to leave again. I, it, it's hard enough to get me in the building. Why do you, why are you doing something that makes me want to leave the building? So I was keeping my eye on those two jackasses, which by the way, they have a thing where they, um, they pick their outfits. Like they, they text each other and say, okay, uh, yellow shirt today with green, sh- with, uh, 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 gray shorts. It's remarkable. So, uh, I get to see them. And then I, I, I said to Andy, I go, I can't run anymore. Those, those days are over. He goes, ah, who cares? What I did do was I got in that treadmill and I'm, I'm just walking. And I go, but the problem is I can't really get my heart rate up just walking. So I started to increase the incline and I took it all the way as far as it would go, which is a 15 degree incline, which is a bitch. And, uh, started walking and man, Oh, I thought I was going to die 15 minutes up a hill. Yeah. Okay. Now, I go into this. I'm like, all right, easy. Take it easy. Easy. Take it easy. You don't want to go here and start throwing up as much weight as you possibly can, which isn't much. 
and working your muscles to failure. Literally, if you're going to have any chance at this, you got to start out super easy. Don't overdo it and get almost like you're uh, preparing yourself for workouts. Like if I were to a month later have this down, um, then maybe, you know, you go and you get it. You put some real effort in. You you burn it out. You work to failure, all that shit. Uh, not yesterday, though. I'm just I, literally, uh, I think it was a 20-pound dumbbell in each hand. And I'm benching that, you know, which is nothing, you know. Uh, and I'm not really exerting much energy at all, but I am doing the movement, basically. Just kind of getting into it. And I did all that I wanted to do. I didn't I didn't do too much, didn't do too little. I did what I wanted to do. I did my chest. I did some pull downs with the lat machine on my for my uh for my lats. I did um some uh, squats. I had like dumbbells in my hand. I would do do like knees over toes squats just to kind of get something going in my legs and my ass. Uh, I did some uh, some hamstring work. I did uh, shoulder work. I did biceps and triceps. But everything is is like embarrassingly light. Like for my biceps and triceps, I went over to the set of the weights uh, that are like coated in rubber. Okay, that like chick shoes, chicks and little kids. Basically, it should say huge pussy zone over there. And, uh, and there I am, you know, slinging those light weights and everybody's looking at me like, oh, that old fuck, Jesus Christ. Um, so I did that. And then I, uh, I did some, some ab work, you know, on this machine and, uh, and my lower back, I did all this stuff. I was so happy. And then I was able to walk out of there in one piece. And today I'm sore and I haven't felt sore in forever. And it feels great to feel sore, but it's the right level of sore. I'm not debilitated uh, and, 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 and limping around like an asshole. Kyle says it's okay. They see you're an old man, so it's okay to use lightweights. Oh, absolutely. I need a pair of those like New Balance shoes that old guys always always wear, you know? Kyle says, make sure you get after it again today. Stick with it and you won't be sore. That's his advice. Look, hey, I appreciate that. But you do realize you're talking to Mr. 10 here. Uh, I know everything there is to know. I know more than all of you combined. I just haven't done it. Ryan says, oh, yeah, you got to have some of those New Balance shoes and they have to be white. You can count on it. I want to be that old asshole. Actually, I take it back. I want to be like the guy who just looks cute. Oh, he's adorable with his with his uh, rubber-coated weights. I'm rubber-coated weights guy. Speaking of old... Uh, it's time to get dad on for Dear Meathead. Hello, Grand Rapids. You sound like you're in a well.
Hi, Joanne. How are you? I'm good, honey. Good morning. Is uh, I hope I'm not waking you guys up. No, we're just getting up. How's it going over there? Pretty good. Okay. So far, so good. Okay, that that's <laughs> excellent. I'm happy to hear that. So, yeah, I was just uh, calling for Dear Meathead. If Dad's dad's around, we'd love to get him on and talk to him. <laughs> He's just getting out of bed, honey. Well, let, me, let me call you back. Is today Wednesday? Yes, ma'am. I thought it was Tuesday. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Eric, I'm so sorry. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, let me get him up. Uh, another 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'll call you back. No big deal. Okay, honey. Okay, I love bye you. Bye. Okay, bye. Today is Wednesday, right? Am I getting... I'm getting this right, right? Or did I screw that up? I'm pretty sure today's Wednesday. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Stevie says she is so sweet. Ryan says, maybe Meathead can help me come up with ideas on what the hell to get my wife for Christmas. Similar arrangement you have with the Queen of the Forest. I have no ideas or control over what happens on Christmas in this household. Um, does she have a list? If she has a list, okay, you need to just stick to the list. Don't try to get too cute with this. If you're going to do anything that's, you know, she like, if you pay attention between now and next Christmas and know there's something she would love and you have plenty of time to think about it, that's one thing. But we are like a handful of days away from Christmas. Don't reinvent the wheel here. The best you can do right now with the time that you have is stick to the list. If you want to get cute, that's a, that's a long process. Okay. You know, that way, if you wait the year, you can, um, you can, you know, put your head together. You can save your pennies. You can do it upright. You know, if you wait, if you wait the year, you can then go ahead and maybe even like get her a car or something like that because you've put the thought and you've taken the time to save the money. My advice to you, if you haven't gotten anywhere, first of all, you got to start. If you haven't at this point in time started to go down the road of coming up with something, uh, you gotta, you gotta lift a finger. You gotta figure it out. Chris says you can get cutesy once the list is fulfilled. Yeah. If you, if the list is fulfilled and then you go with one that is kind of like a risk, you got nothing to lose. Kenny writes. The best thing to do is actually shop for your significant other with the knowledge you have of what they like and dislike. Well, that's obvious. And surprise them with something that's actually thoughtful rather than going by a list of things they could easily buy for themselves. Well, and he says, that's just my opinion. That's a, that's a horrible opinion. No, 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 no. The way to do it is get the list. Buy the list. 
and then sprinkle in your own nonsense after. Uh, Ryan says, cutesy always backfires, not authorized to spend money on such nonsense. Learned that lesson a long time ago. Kenny says, that's the lazy way. To you, it's the lazy way. But if that's what she wants, you gotta, you can't go wrong. If you go, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, I got, I see your list of all these things you like. But I'm going to get her a fucking Defender game. She's going to love it. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> no. Tyler says, I've never asked for a list, and I knock it out of the park every single year. Humble brag. That's excellent. Most people don't have that ability. I give you credit for it. Um... I've the times that I've tried to go off of the list and come up with my own thing, I fuck it up every damn time. And then she ends up hating it. And then she goes and she buys all the shit that's on the list. Florida man says, I don't know. Kenny does make all the women squirt. It's true. So he's got that going for him. Tyler says the way he does it, he says it's risky, but I haven't messed up yet. Ryan says, Tyler, my household isn't managed that way. The women is an absolute control charge of this holiday. And Tyler says, I'm kind of envious of that. LOL. Um, yeah, here, Diana is, uh, is the big swinging dick, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, she's like, while you're doing your basketball game, we're going to decorate the tree. Now I could have said, well, why can't I be part of it or something stupid like that? And I'm going to get my face kicked in. I go, Oh, of course. How can I help? I need you to go downstairs to the storage and bring up all of the uh, gigantic 9,000-pound plastic bins and haul them up the steps and bring the Christmas tree up. We go fake tree. Fake tree is the way to go. You idiots that do a real tree, you can fuck right off, okay? I'm going to tell you that right now. Go ahead and burn your house down, idiot. What a dumb thing to do. Go buy a new tree each year. You get a fake tree. So I got to bring the fake tree up and then, uh, normally I am there. I wasn't there this year though. And, uh, she's going to do that. And she, I, I don't get in the way. And then every day there's new shit piling up on the front porch that they deliver. And I have no idea all my only job here. The only thing I am required to do because money is flying out of the account so fast is make absolutely sure that that does not go in the red. It stays in the black. And it doesn't matter what she spends. It doesn't matter what the fuck happens, what she buys on decorations. My only job is that number stays black. 
one job. And this has never been spoken to me. I just know. This is how it is. She is the boss. Well, she's the boss all the time, but she's really the boss at, at Christmas time. Tyler says, I wish my wife would give me quote unquote experiences for Christmas. I'm not sure what that means. Are you saying that uh, like anal is that or like uh, like a like a, a, a reverse gangbang going on? What what am I? Uh, is that what you're suggesting? Ryan, who lives a life like mine, he says same easy, all the same. Also, never spoken, uh, spoken, spoken. Also, never spoken. If it were to be spoken, I'd lose major points. Uh, Danity says. Um, experiences could be skydiving or fishing trip tyler says yes all of the above so he wants either skydiving skydiving anal fishing trip or reverse gangbang it's weird all right i think we've given uh, our hero just enough time to get up and get going uh let us bring in dad for dear meathead sound like you're in a well Good morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm all right. I'm sorry about this uh, this morning. Oh, no worries, Dad. We've got so much flexibility on this. This is not a not an issue. I just chit chatted about Christmas for a period of time, and then well, uh, no, I I can't believe it. I'm usually on Johnny on the spot. I didn't even know it was yeah. Wednesday. Hey, you're retired. You're supposed to not know what day it is. <laughs> tired of what? No, no, I didn't say tired. I said retired. Oh, yeah. Okay. When oh, you're well. when you're retired, you can you can do that. You can just kind of hey, I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> well, I, I just didn't think. Hey, that's okay. No worries at all. I'm just glad you guys are here. That. Just glad you're here. Um, we're, we were just talking about uh, Christmas and the holidays, and I was describing how, in my household, Diana is in charge of Christmas. Is that the same thing in your household? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so when it comes to, like, decorating, gift gift buying, gift, uh, gift giving, that is a... That yeah, is, I know. She's gone bananas. Yes. I have one job, and that is make sure that there's money in the account so she can do what she does. <laughs> hey, I got nothing to do. <laughs> um, so we'll be getting together for that again um, this year. Yeah. I forget what what is your plan? Are you doing something on? Uh, I, we we've got to get our schedules together and figure out when we can get together. My plan is to wake up. Fair, yeah. Oh, big time, big time. And that's all. So whatever, whoever. It'll just come to happen. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So what is your plan for today, Dad? It's getting pretty cold. The days are short. Uh, what's what's going on in your world? 
I know. It's it's, it's miserable. Uh, I have no plan. I just, I do not plan a day. Dad. Oh, um, what, what, what did Joanne say? What did you say? I said it's all up to me. Oh. It's all up to Joanne. <laughs> that, poor, that poor kid is really struggling, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Who, Joanne? Yeah. Why? You mean taking care of you? Yeah. She's oh. doing everything here. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you should come live with me. Well, you tell you what, you two move in with uh, Diana and Kevin and me. Oh yeah, that, I'm not kidding. That would be so awesome. I would love that. Oh my god! <laughs> so you you got you guys would have the TV. You you and Kevin would fight over the TV. Right. I'm telling you, right. we could. I want to have a race down the street with you two. See who would win because you're both a little bit not exactly fleet of foot. Uh, hey, didn't we have uh, one uh, one year we had uh, something here? Uh, well, we gathered. Uh, yes, well, that's regular thing for Father's Day. We come to your house and do shish kebab. Oh, I see. And uh, and that's hopefully gonna, and that's going to happen again. Um, but that's a ways off. Oh, okay. Matt has a question on Dear Meathead. Is uh, this Matt? Yeah, this is Matt. Yeah, hi, Matt. He says, first of all, did Santa Claus visit your house as a kid? Were, well, were you even aware of Santa Claus? No. Yes, you were. Didn't your mother buy you an electric? Years ago, I mean, where I came from, where I was born and raised, I don't even think we knew what Santa Claus was. That's that's what I was thinking because it's a different part of the, it's a different culture, you know. Yeah, totally different culture. I do not really ever think of Christmas. You know, Christians celebrate uh, Christmas, and, and some people who aren't Christian, and people who aren't Christian celebrate Christmas. So, I mean, you have a mixed bag of people there in Iran. Not a lot of Christians, but still, people may celebrate Christmas. But is is that... Uh, we, we, we celebrate it, but I don't... Candles on the tree, remember? Yeah, we did something. You did. Do you remind me that I did... Otherwise, I don't remember. That seems like in Iran, it would be risky business to celebrate that because... Uh, well, all, uh, yeah. Rob, you used to light candles on the tree for an hour, and then you'd have to put them out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Real. so that's that's what you experienced. Real candles. We used to light up. Yeah, we did that. Well, I remember, I know that uh, we're talking about this thing. I did... We did something like that. Uh, as you became, uh, when you got into fatherhood in the United States with your own kids, Eric, Jim, Mike, Paul, Norman, um, you had to play the part of Santa Claus. Do you remember that? Waking up in the middle of the night, having to put the gifts by the tree and all that nonsense? No. You don't even remember it? I don't remember it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's probably mom probably did it all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who did what. She says, I did that while I fell down the stairs with all the presents. Yeah, you, you clumsy Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I opened for God, I just woke up. I opened up the I opened up the gift and it's in pieces. I'm like, what happened here? Did Santa Claus fall on it? 
boy. Santa Claus fat ass broke my uh, Legos or whatever. <laughs> I got I got prices to pay, you know. Oh. Uh, all right. Jeffrey writes, dear meathead. Hi, Jeff. Uh, he has a. Um, he wants to know if there's any way that you can come up with that's polite, maybe funny, maybe direct, maybe slightly rude way of telling an annoying coworker to stop talking so much. He's got a coworker that never stops talking, and he's trying to figure out a uh, polite yet funny direct way to say you know he wants to tell this person to be quiet quit talking but at the same time doesn't want to create animosity how how is that even possible believe you me this is not normal to do this but the word shut up is beautiful (laughs) shut up jimmy shut up jimmy Wow. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm taking that all in. I, The word shut up is beautiful. Yeah, hey, shut up. Yeah, I, I, I actually do recall that moment when. Yeah. You were, uh, you had, you were just, you were, uh, it was after your, your, uh, your emergency evacuated by helicopter from Grayling to Saginaw with internal injuries. The whole family was gathered around your bedside while you had a broken back. And uh, you were just coming out of sedation. And Jim was, I don't know what he was doing. He was talking. It's He's going nuts. And uh, you told him to shut up. Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> he was telling you how much he loved you. Bro. He's telling He's telling you. Yeah, Jack. He was trying to tell yeah. how much he loved me. And then. If maybe you should have set him up with, hey, you know, Jimmy, the word shut up is a beautiful word. Shut up, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you, uh, uh, why don't we work it out? That's, I mean, oh, yeah. you can do that. Oh, man. I was, uh, when, because I, I was right there when that happened. I was like, oh, no, th- this one's going to resonate. This one's going to be around for years. That story is, <laughs> that story is forever going to be burned in everyone's brain. Oh, my God. Yeah, poor, he just you know what? All he does is love. That is, I I'll give him some credit. He is such a lover. All, all he has ever wanted is just love, love, love. Um so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 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 where that comes from. There there is nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. All right. Next up, uh Kenny in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee says, Dear Meathead, um, can you think, maybe with Joanne's help, the most thoughtful gift that you've ever received? God. The saw I gave you. A what? The saw. What kind of saw was that? The table saw. A table saw, yes. Joanne gave you a table saw. Yeah. Yeah. For oh. oh, I thought it was I the... I, I thought... Okay, I thought she wanted you to cut your fingers off. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of sorry I gave it to him. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I kept, you know, I look at this hand. That hand is so ugly. Oh, no, it's not. It's cute. You, it, they, it's just a little bit wonky. No big deal. 
them are shorter than everything else. I know it. Well, yeah, it's because you tried to make a picture frame out of your fingers. <laughs> How did I do that? I don't got to get it. Well, yeah, you definitely don't want... It's it's probably a, a saw? no. It was uh, it was saw. it was that table saw. It was it had a okay. Joanne gave it to you. It had a bow on it. It said to meathead from Joanne, and then it said put fingers here. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I remember that. I was there when you gave that to him. Yes, yes. And he was so wow. surprised. It was awesome. Very, very fun. I'm, I'm looking at this hand. You know, that's the weirdest looking hand. Um. Yeah, well, you know, after that happened, that was a, that was a scary moment. You know, a lot of people were freaked out at that. We've had a, we've had the, a few close calls. Um, thank God you're okay. And thank God Joanne is there to, is to keep you safe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, um, okay. Well, you know what? That that's all I have for you. I uh, as always, uh, the love we love talking to you. And uh, do you well, have it? That's all with all whole damn lot. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, we talk a lot. Yes. We, we say we don't, but we do. We do, and we've been doing this for years and years and years, and everybody loves yeah. it. We've done this hundreds of times. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, it's always a pleasure to listen, honey, for for your call. Um, Dad, I, I just want to um, uh, recap and just, we don't have a lot to recap, but it, it sure was a big one. The fact that you pointed out that the word shut up is beautiful. Shut up, Jimmy. Is, pro- is probably going to resonate with people for, uh, for a lot of years. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you just really shut up. I know it, I know it. Okay, Dad, I love you guys. I love you, too. Okay, I'll talk to you later on. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There you go, dear meathead. The word shut up is beautiful. You know, there is nothing better than hearing a a 90-year-old man Drop that on us. The word shut up is beautiful. And it has to be spelled according to Madonna. Uh, Madonna. Amanda. Did I call you Madonna? Jesus, what's my problem today? It's spelled S-H-U-D-D-U-M. Shut up. My poor brother. All the fucker does is, is, is love people. He's just always looking out for everybody, you know? He's just sweetly saying, hello, uh, dad. Uh, so glad that you're okay and you're going to be fine. And we're all praying for you. And shut up, Jimmy. It's like, oh no, it was so bad. Why are you doing that to him? Don't be mean to him. Uh, Nick in the arena says we have a table saw at work that stops instantly if it touches skin. Wow. So that means you're just going to get a little Nick. I wonder how it knows. That's fantastic. 
Um, when I was a teenager, I used to cut four by eights of three quarter inch particle board on a enormous table saw. I know that sounds shocking, but I did. I, I knew how to operate a saw. I knew how to cross cut I knew, and I would cut parts for cabinets. We used to build these cabinets out of particle board. And so I'd get a, uh, an order of uh, like someone's kitchen. So I have to cut the parts to make the cabinets out of the fucking wood. My brother, Mike, who did not like me on the saw because I was inexperienced. I had to convince him to let me use the saw. And it was here that I learned what kickback is. Occasionally, if you're pushing kind of a weird way or your pressure isn't right, or sometimes it just happens if you're doing everything right, the wood will rise up the blade, and now it's not on the deck. Okay? It's kind of, you can see that the depth has changed, and the saw is, the blade is disappearing as the wood rises. You've got seconds. You've got a millimeter of a second before that thing is going to throw that fucking four by eight right back in your fucking face. So it starts to chatter. Uh Oh, uh Oh. And now if you behave and like maybe back out a little bit of the cut, you can lower, get it. Okay. Get it to calm down. I didn't do that. And I abandoned ship and let go of the wood and drop down. And that fucking thing flew right behind me and hit the wall. This big thing, it threw it like it was a paper airplane. Holy shit. Could have killed me. That was the last time I I was cutting on the table saw. Amanda says, I think kickback is what killed Johnny Cash's brother. I think you're right. I think I do remember reading that. Didn't that movie uh, start with Joaquin Phoenix playing Johnny Cash, looking at the saw blade in the prison, in Folsom Prison? You know? And then he walks out with a glass of water and puts it in the warden's face. And then he starts playing Folsom Prison Blues to prisoners. Nick writes that the saw at work senses an electrical impulse from the body. It slams a break into the blade one one thousandth of a second. It costs 160 bucks whenever it happens. How come it costs 160 bucks whenever it happens? I don't understand. It's like you got to have credits, like you're playing skee ball or some shit. Or is that like a penalty? Like a skin tax or something like that. Why does it cost 160 bucks? Every time you do it. Oh. The brake and the blade are both ruined when that happens. 
Damn. Cole says, watch a YouTube video where they put a hot dog into the blade and it stops instantly. Hot dog saw blade stops. All right. I've never heard of this technology. I didn't realize that this was even a thing. Chris says they have a new one now that doesn't ruin the blade. No kidding. All right. Audio check, video check. This is what these guys are referring to. Setting up the saw stop table saw here to do the hot dog test. If you've never seen this before, essentially a hot dog acts a lot like a human finger. And essentially that's what this test is showing. The blade itself carries a small electrical signal. And when the skin contacts the blade, the signal changes because we are conductive. And that change activates the brake. This all happens within less than five milliseconds. And it leaves zero scratches or anything on this hot dog. It's always- What? It doesn't do anything? You don't even have a nick? So the blade not only stops with a break, which fucks up the blade, but it drops it. It like drops below the deck. Pretty impressive to see. You can see that break fire right into the blade. It sacrifices the blade and the break, so those do need to be replaced. But that's a lot better than having uh, some sort of injury from wow. the blade itself. So anyways, after that, we can take out that break, and I'll show you what that looks like. We did just start selling these saws on our website, so definitely check those out there if that's something that you guys are interested in. We will have the full video coming out here in the next couple of days, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Have a great day, everybody. What the fuck? Setting up the saw stop table. That's incredible. Boy. Damn it. That should have been like uh, opening up the Today Show when that technology emerged. That would be a stunt for uh, Ryan Wright's uh, finally a saw safe for dick shafts. You know, if the guys who made the jackass movies knew of this, they would they would actually try this put a dick into a saw blade can you i mean that would be incredible everybody would want it would see they would want to see it you know you'd have to do it where you say um spoiler alert his dick does not get cut off and then because otherwise people probably wouldn't want to see it Chris from says, well, way to go, Ryan. Someone is going to, uh, he says, someone will throw their cock in there and they'll have a nice lawsuit like charged lemonade. Uh, let's see. I guess. And then Kenny says, Cole, finally a good recommendation for you once rather than the 600 seconds. I guess he's the one who recommends 600 seconds all the time. That's incredible. By the way, um, I mentioned Nick at the arena. I mentioned this on um, Patreon yesterday. Nick revealed something the other day that he probably, uh, I mean, I can't believe that this happened. I do believe it. 
And I think he deserves also a star on his forehead for telling it. So I'm going to tell it again. I just talked about it yesterday on Patreon, but it needs to be out here for everybody else. When we were talking about Connor Bedard potentially getting slammed by Corey Perry in that conversation, I went, Oh my God, bet no one's listening. Who's ever walked in on their mom or dad be your mom getting slammed by a strange dude. And, uh, conversation went off and then, um, Nick, now that wasn't exactly the same, but, uh, how awkward that would be. Bedard's only 18. Nick was only 16 when mom and dad said, Hey, let's go over to the Smith's house. We're going to hang. It's game night. Let's go. And, uh, so they walk into the house and then the, uh, so now the two couples are there, Mr. And Mrs. Smith and Mr. And Mrs. Nick. And they all four of them go, Hey, and, uh, and the Smiths have two girls who are about Nick's age, like maybe 16 and 14. Hey, you guys run off here. Uh, here's 20 bucks. Go play video games. Have a good time. And they're acting weird. Nick said that thinking back to it, he was like, boy, they're sure acting strange. So at age 16, he's got enough sense to think something funny is going on, but they weren't sure. And they, they kind of maybe even floated the idea that something really weird is happening, but these are young, young people. So, I mean, I, I can't even begin to, think how awful of a scenario that is so that's all he uh he told me because he started this out by saying that his mom and dad were swingers with like the smiths that's not where the story ends because i saw him at the arena and i go oh my god that story that you told about your mom and dad being swingers and you getting uh ushered out of the house and he goes oh yeah that's not all i go "Uh uh-oh he goes, um, that the next time they went over there, Mr. And Mrs. Nick and the Smiths and their kids and Nick had like joint family meeting where they basically, well, they did say, Hey, um, we're all swingers and this is what we do when we visit. They, they, they addressed it. They addressed the elephant in the room. And, and told the kids this, that that was they were, what they were doing. So that they could then like hang out and canoodle all over each other in front of the kids. What the fuck? How is Nick not a serial killer? I hope he's not a serial killer. If he was, this would be like he'd get off because they would say that this happened. So poor Nick, his mom and dad said that they like to bone uh, the Smiths. And then Nick's there with the kids. and uh, That's abuse. That is, that is the worst abuse. That's, well, it's not the worst abuse. Uh, Mateo is the most abused audience member. We could have a, um, a, a, a listing 
of the least and most abused audience members. Now, in fairness, I mean, I'm on that list when that guy touched my ding dong when I was like eight or nine at summer camp. Um, and again, when that came out, I wasn't telling the story like I had been abused. The story just flew out of me. And then everybody in the room was looking at me like I was crazy. And I go, what? And they go, yeah, you, you were a victim of abuse. Some strange man touched your penis. And I was like, oh, I guess, I guess so. I, I never really thought of it that way. I, I guess I was abused. So I'm down the list for abuse. Now, uh, as far as I know, Mateo wasn't touched, but, uh, there was some problems with mom was getting porked by some drug addict right in front of him. Oh God, that's abuse. Nick abuse. Uh, let's get some more abuse stories in there. Let's get a who's who list of abuse on the Eric Zane show podcast. Linda says, Nick, are your parents still alive? Eric needs to interview them. Nick, who's just a fucking riot. He says it was kind of a phase for them for maybe six months. Then something went south with the other couple. Best advice is to orgy with strangers. (laughs) Oh. Cole asks if Nick banged the daughters. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we need to go that far. Linda says she would never be able to look at those people ever again. Maureen says that's the weirdest thing ever. Linda wants me to interview your mom and dad on the Patreon. Yeah, I I don't uh I don't know if I can do that. I mean, if they offered it, I would but I don't even know if they're still around. I mean, to think that now they're older. Have you, has there ever been a time, Nick, when like, I mean, you were a kid then that fast forward to maybe Nick's 30 that what were you guys doing? Why did you, that's to me, the big thing. Why did you feel the need to tell them about it? You could have, just left it to the imagination and been quiet about it. And I mean, they might've thought something was up, but if it, you can't fucking tell them what a stupid thing that is. What, what mom and dad says, Hey kids gather around. Uh, we're into orgies. Who wants to know? No kids. Kids don't want to know that. Um, Kenny says that's close to some type of abuse. No, it is. There's no, there's no mistaking it. That is 1 million percent emotional and mental abuse. Who wants to hear that their mom's getting plowed by some other dude? What the fuck? That's not your dad. It's abuse. It's abuse. If you hear mom and dad doing it. God damn. Nick writes, 
I think the most traumatizing thing they did was my mom wore a thong to my prude ass aunt's pool party and all the family freaked out. (laughs) You've got some high point moments in your family. That is awesome. Amanda says, so my daughter ended up having a lot of abuse because she told me later in life that she could hear me with my boyfriends at night. You know, you should get 600 seconds for lying because in order for that to be factual, you're going to have to replace the word boyfriends with multiple dildos. Ryan writes, dildos don't count as men. Exactly. Quit lying. Everybody knows that you got some hobo drunk and mounted him to make a baby. Okay? Quit trying to make it seem like you were some dick magnet. Lies make baby Jesus cry. All right. I don't know how the fuck we got off on that topic. Thank you to King's Room Barbershop. Three locations, Caledonia. Alpine and 82136th Street, Southwest in Wyoming. Three locations for King's Room Barbershop. Exact locations, hours, schedules, and pricing at kingsroom.net. Go often, tip well. Please mention to Andy and Colleen, who are the owners, if Andy or Colleen cut your hair, uh, mention your old pal EZ. If you're not getting your hair cut by either of them, please mention to your stylist to pass it along to Andy and Colleen. Or just say, pass it along to the owners that I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast, please. That's all you got to do. You're going to get the best haircut of your life. I swear by Andy at King's Room Barbershop. There was a time in my life when I used to just run the fucking number four over my head and say, all right, that's it. Uh, but ever since starting to get my hair cut at King's Room Barbershop, I'm like, I like this. This is awesome. This is professional. Uh, Andy's the absolute best. That's who cuts my hair. You can have whoever you want cut your hair. They're all equally talented in the same way. Um, they're all awesome. King's Room Barbershop online at kingsroom.net. Thank you to them for sponsoring the show. Hello to Impact Power Sports. They just sponsored my studio and sponsored the show. Impacts up Impact Power Sports MI.com. For everything under the sun when it comes to toys. Now, not like dildos. I'm I'm talking about like uh, ATVs, uh, UTVs, golf carts, you name it. Let's take a look. Something like this. Golf carts, uh, four-wheelers, UTVs, ATVs, uh, uh, go-karts. They have go-karts there. All awesome. 
electric bikes, electric off-road, mopeds, scooters, trailers, side-by-sides, roadsters. Impact Power Sports MI. They just became Michigan's newest official Yamaha dealer of golf carts, which I guess, from what I'm told, Yamaha golf carts are the absolute best in the business. So if you or someone you know is shopping for something like this, please consider Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. ImpactPowerSportsMI.com. I-M-P-A-C-T, powersportsmi.com. They also have repair and service available for uh, anything at all that you want taken care of. Oil changes, carb cleans, chain adjustments, cooling system flush, free diagnostics, engine rebuilds, cooling system flush, aftermarket upgrades, and much, much more. Schedule your appointment. Uh, They also have financing for anything that they sell. They can help you out every step of the way. I think I made the mistake of talking to Amanda because now she's sending me nonsense. She's writing nonsense that she porked some Marine. We all know that's not true. It was a homeless hobo. And um, that's, that's the truth. She's making up fairy tale lies that she porked some Marine. I'm totally kidding. Relax. That's like a mistake. If you go ahead and start to address Amanda, she's she's gone. She's gone. She's not just going to roll with it. She's going to send 8 million, make 8 million fucking comments. I know he's not a goddamn hobo. It was a joke. You got to understand. That everything I say is a joke. It's all silly. Only stupid people, you, don't take it that way. You're the only one. No, I take it back. Kenny does that too. But you do it the worst. Oh, no, I wasn't a hobo. Save the Marine. Save the fucking asshole. I know shut up again the word shut up is beautiful shut up asshole I know he's not a hobo stop wrecking my jokes A smart person, not you, would roll with it and say yes. And he he, he had AIDS and he spit heroin into my eyes. Those are jokes. Those are jokes. You are dumb. Dumb. God damn. Ryan, uh, Ryan says, in David Attenborough narration voice, the homeless man's sperm entered the creature's vagi- vaginal cavity. God damn. 
Anyway, Ron DeSantis is at it again. When you suck like Ron DeSantis, you have to do stupid stuff like this. Ron DeSantis. No one's voting is going to vote for Ron DeSantis. Okay. In fact, I dare I say, if it comes to, if I had to choose between Trump or DeSantis, I would now choose Trump. I may not have thought that in the past, but I think that now. And it's because he wears the lifts and the boots. I don't want a fucking idiot who wears lifted boots to be the president. If you're that much of a low confidence piece of shit that you got to make yourself seem taller, like, like that matters. Well, then you're a fucking psychopath. I know not to mention, uh, DeSantis is even more closed minded when it comes to our beloved gays and transgender people, you know, who are the most hated people in America right now. And it's because of people like him, Ron DeSantis. So I'm, I'm glad that he won't be the president. It's either going to be, um, idiot Biden, idiot Trump. And those two options are both better than Ron DeSantis. In my opinion, with a little luck, it'll be Biden. I don't think it will. I think Trump is actually going to win again. Did you see yesterday he was on Sean Hannity and Sean Hannity was interviewing him. And this is hot on the heels of, um, what's, uh, uh, uh Liz Cheney, a former, um, Congresswoman. She, uh, lost a reelection bid. She just came out with a book and Liz Cheney said that Trump could very well be a dictator when he gets into office. Uh, if he gets into office and never leave. Now, I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that at all, but she does. And she threw it out there. So now they're running with it. So Hannity says to Trump, um, are you going to be a dictator? And he laughed it off and he said, no. And then he said, actually day one, day one, I will be a dictator. One day I will be a dictator. And he said, I'm going to close the border and I'm going to drill, drill, drill. So now, because he said that, and if you're a person who thinks that that's a dictator, you're crazy. It was a joke. Okay. And him do, making an executive order to close the border and to drill, drill, drill does not make one a dictator, but that isn't stopping everybody from talking about it and saying that he will use, cause he said, uh, we need to root out the, um, uh, leftist liberal vermin. And, uh, and he'll do that when he gets into office or some shit like that. I mean, basically tough talking is what he did, what he's done for years. And everybody is saying that he's going to use, um, revenge politics to vanquish his enemies and he'll be a dictator now because of they're, they're basically just taking his words and expanding on them. Um, all right. Well, if anybody says that Trump is going to use revenge against 
leftist uh, uh, liberals or whatever um, and say, oh, he can't do that. Well, he can, and he needs to look no further than what's happening to him right now. I mean, everybody is trying to fuck up Trump, and they should. I don't have a problem with anybody fucking with Trump, indicting him, uh, uh, because he's Trump to try to keep him from office. That's happening as we speak. And anybody who says that Trump can't do that, well, that's been going on for, uh, since he left office, even when he was in office, you can't tell me that we haven't been trying to, um, shut him down through politics. And I'm like, I'm liking that we have. I hope it works. I hope he gets uh, sent to prison and killed in prison. That's what I hope. Um, but you can't tell me that him saying that he's going to go after the left is uh, being a dictator and using politics. It's the same thing that's happening to him right now. I mean, let's be honest here. That's not far-fetched. And him shutting down the border. Now, that that makes me sad. I think that of all the things, um, I don't give a shit what he does for drilling, for oil. I, I, I couldn't care less about any of that. I know full well that this electronic or electric car bullshit is not sustainable. So I, I'm, I'm glad that he's going to drill. Uh, if I were Trump, I would, I would get behind Trump if he said, I'm abolishing electric vehicles. So that they can't be made anymore because this is bullshit. This is all bullshit. Um, hybrids, yes. I'll get behind hybrids. I won't get behind the EVs. Uh, the closing the border makes me sad. We should open the border. He should go halfway with the Republicans. Say, I've decided... I am now going to build the Eric Zane Memorial Welcome Center and make it as big as the fucking New Orleans Superdome. A posh setup for all of our beloved Mexicans to come here, set up shop, get them jobs, move them to different parts of the country so they can start a new life and be productive. The same thing that this country was built on to make it great in the first place. No more closed borders bullshit. Besides, when you say that, it makes the rest of your fucking sycophant followers hate our beloved Mexicans. You fucking asshole. I don't know what it's harder to be in this country right now. Gay, transgender, or Mexican. The black guys are looking at those people and saying, shit, things are tough. Um, so anyway. Where was I? Ron DeSantis. He's going to do anything to try to win favor. And it's impossible. There's a debate tonight and he's going to get his ass kicked again. Uh, he's, he's, it's so dramatically losing in the pool. Well, they're all, if you were to take the um, approval rating of all of the candidates, it still isn't more than what one guy Trump has, which is a replay of 2016's election. It was the same exact scenario. This is happening again. Now DeSantis 
is trying to latch on to the nonsense in the college football playoffs and win favor that way. He's doing anything he can. Last week, he was he did a, a debate with Gavin Newsom that was pointless. DeSantis speaking at a news conference is proposing a uh, to propose his $114.4 billion budget for Florida said he is actually asking for $1 million in the budget to let Florida State sue the college football playoffs committee. What a, what an asshole. Right now, at this point in time, the only job that Ron DeSantis should have is to be to fuck off and die. Okay? This guy is the worst. And now he's doing whatever he can to win some favor by proposing a million dollars to get involved somehow to sue the college football playoff committee because his home state of Florida that he's the governor of, uh, the Florida State football team got snubbed. What an asshole. To think that he would come up with a million dollars for the stupid fucking football team. And, uh, I mean, that's money that could be used to fucking feed some people, you stupid asshole. My first grader, my fifth grader, and my preschooler, they are all Knowles fans, and they are big-time fans, and they do the tomahawk chop, and they were not happy, DeSantis said. We are going to set aside a million dollars and let the chips fall where they may. How embarrassing. God damn it. That makes me hate Florida State. That makes me not feel bad for them. Not so much, though. I, I, I still want Florida State to beat the shit out of Georgia, and everybody thinks I'm nuts. I want Florida State to beat the shit out of Georgia, and I want Michigan to beat the shit out of Alabama. Just to rub everybody's nose and shit. Now, the Michigan thing is probably going to happen. Experts say that... Um, it's, it's kind of a uh, too-close-to-call type of deal, I think. I don't even know who's favored in that game. Uh, but I, I think Michigan is going to kick the shit out of Alabama, and I hope they do. They should not be in the playoffs. There's no way anybody can convince me of that otherwise. I don't give a shit. My opinion, make it yours. And Florida State should be in. I'm so pissed off about that. But DeSantis can go fuck himself. He's an idiot. Fuck that guy. I hate him. All right. The Grand Rapids Gold. $2 beers, $2 dogs on Friday at the Gold Game. $2 beers, $2 dogs. I want to see you at the Grand Rapids Gold basketball game. You get your tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. They actually, if you have a Thursday night, Friday night game, you have uh, $2 beers, $2 dogs for both those games. And I'm telling you, you're going to have so much fun. Uh, we, they do an amazing job on the court. We do an amazing job off the court. I want to see you and I'm totally accessible for you to say hi, come visit me at halftime and, uh, and say hi to me down near the court level. If you can't get on the floor, that's fine. Just get as close as you can yell out my name and, uh, we'll, we'll chat it up right there. Grandrapidsgold.com for tickets. Thank you to Jacob Bennett. When you want flooring installed, I want you to think of Jacob Bennett.
at excellent installation. Buy your flooring yourself, wherever you want to buy your flooring from. Okay. Once you get the flooring that you buy, have it installed professionally by Jacob Bennett at excellent installation. The thing to do is call them and have them uh, swing by the house, make the missus very, very happy and get the measurements down. And then you will uh, receive the estimate in your email later in the day. So call 616-318-0167. The number one way to have flooring installed professionally for the lowest price. If you want, you can go full service and have him. He'll help you pick out what you need to, um, what you need to put down there. Could be linoleum, uh, tile, hardwood, vinyl plank, ceramic, or um, even any type of carpeting. Okay. Excellent installation does it all. 616-318-0167 today. Finally, batting last in the order, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. I love these guys so much. They've been with me for quite some time. When it comes to getting your mortgage, no matter where you are in the listening audience, Keep Van Dyke Mortgage in mind. No matter what state you're in, call 231-332-6505. Could be your first mortgage. Could be your 10th mortgage. Could be you've been living in your home for some time, want to get some money out of the home to pay for Christmas presents that your wife wants you to buy. A high-interest credit card, maybe a vet bill. Maybe you want to go on a vacation. Get the money out of your home from the equity that you've built up. Mario will tell you everything you need to know and roll out the red carpet service for you. I'm telling you, pick his brain. 231-332-6505. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I appreciate you very much. Who is the asshole of the day? If you have any suggestions... Please get them in. On the chat. Yesterday it was PETA and well-deserved. Who is your asshole of the day today? Uh, Blue State Rob says Amanda. Well, that goes every day she is. She's so... The fact that Amanda... My joke was, no, you had sex with a hobo. Oh, no, what a marine. Let me send you a picture of what I used to look like. Now stop. Stop. Just laugh. That's all you got to do. Asshole of the day, Nick's parents. Oh, big time. Ron DeSantis gets it though. TC paintball. Thank you so much to Ron. I think he's the repeat winner. That is my time for today, folks. You guys, yeah, you guys are the best. I will be on Patreon a little bit later on. Thank you for being part of this one. For Darla, Bruce, O'Neill, Benny the One-Eyed Wonder Dog, wandering around the neighborhood, Pooh Bear, the NFK, and your old pal EZ. Have a good one. Until next time. Bye-bye.